You're listening to Creator Catalyst, the podcast where we dive into the nitty gritty of what it takes to be a successful YouTuber, influencer, and content creator. I'm your host, Leija Miller. I'm a lawyer, YouTuber, content creator, and entrepreneur with over 300,000 followers across multiple platforms. I'm here every week talking about this business and what you need to succeed. So buckle up kiddos and let's dive in. Oh, and don't forget to check out my free masterclass where I teach you my three-part formula for YouTube success. If you're ready to finally just get started on your YouTube dreams already, then this masterclass is for you. Check the link in the description or go to delusionmediamasterclass.com to register today. Okay, let's get into it. I grew my YouTube channel by 100,000 subscribers in 60 days, and I want to teach you how to do it too. My name is Lija. I'm a lawyer and YouTuber with a channel of 215,000 subscribers. A little over two months ago, I celebrated my 100,000th subscriber and received my silver play button. Then things exploded. Let's break down how I went from 100,000 to 200,000 subscribers in just 60 days. Even if you're still working on your first 1,000 subscribers, I'll give you some valuable takeaways that you can apply to grow your channel as well. I go over all of these tips and more in my course, Catalyst Academy, linked in the description. The main takeaway from this video and the main way to grow yourself a really huge audience on YouTube is to make great videos. I know it's anticlimactic. There's not a golden ticket. It takes learning, thinking critically about your content and doing the work of getting better at knowing what will get your audience hooked on your videos. But there are things that YouTubers have learned throughout the years that universally help to make your videos better once you master them. Let's talk about a few of them today. Implementing these strategies will get more people watching your videos, and as those views grow, so too will your subscriber count. So let's get into them. First, spend most of your time and energy on the first 30 seconds of the video. This is the time when most people click away. They'll see your title and thumbnail, click the video, decide immediately that your video isn't what they thought it was, or they're not going to get the info from you that they want, or that the quality isn't very good and they don't want to stick around to see if it gets better. Upwards of 30 to 50% of people will click away from your video in the first 30 seconds. So the more people you can hook right away, the better your video will perform. The algorithm loves to see viewer longevity. How long can you keep people watching your videos? If you can keep them for the first 30 seconds, the likelihood of them sticking around for the whole thing goes way up. Okay, that's fine, but how do you hook someone in those first 30 seconds? You need to create a good hook, something to reel them in. Hook, reel, get it, great. There are a number of ways to do this. You can take the most dramatic part or goofiest part of the video and put a short clip of it right at the beginning to tease your viewers. Make sure it's no more than 10 seconds long at most because that can get confusing and tedious if you're 30 seconds into the video and still showing a preview of what's to come later in the video. But if you have a line or two that will add some drama right at the beginning, that'll keep people watching because they want to see where that line happens in the video and what the outcome is. So make sure it's a teaser from something in the back half of the video and make sure there's a genuine resolution at some point during the video so people feel they get what they bargained for by sticking around for the whole thing. Another way you can hook viewers is by doing what I did at the beginning of this video. Make an unexpected statement, share a hot take, say something goofy. Mainly you want to intrigue your viewer so that they decide to stick around and watch the whole thing. My hook for this video was, I grew my YouTube channel by 100,000 subscribers in 60 days, and I want to teach you how to do it too. That's a statement not everyone can say, but I would venture a guess that most people who have started or want to start a YouTube channel would love to be able to say that. And it promises an outcome if you watch this video. I'm going to teach you how to do this too. 
right away, viewers are getting what they clicked on the video for. I'm confirming that they're in the right place. And that can be a really powerful way to hook people. And finally, you can use the beginning of your video to tell a compelling story. That's what I've been doing on my main channel. And when I started focusing on telling a really great story, that's when my average views went from 20,000 to 200,000 in a few weeks. So can you frame the topic that you want to talk about in a way that lends itself well to a great story? How can you present the action of that story right at the beginning so that viewers are immediately hooked? For example, I recently made a video about why Americans are so obsessed with communism. I started the video by telling the story of the fall of Saigon at the end of the Vietnam War. I knew it was a dramatic moment in history that ended a failed war spurred on by America's determination against communism. I could have started chronologically. This is when communism was invented. Then the Russian Revolution happened. Then World War II happened, etc., etc. And I do eventually get into the historical facts later in the video. But I loved the idea of starting with the dramatic story of the fall of of Saigon to both hook the viewer and illustrate how devastating the U.S. obsession with communism has been over the years. After telling the story, I then jump back in time and start telling the full history. Now my viewer is invested. They saw the devastating consequences, and now they need to learn more. They want to know how we got there. That video has gotten nearly 300,000 views. My next tip will also help you reel viewers into your videos. Show, don't just tell. This is a video platform, after all, and you're creating a visual medium. Sometimes just showing your talking head works, but more often than not, you want to make sure you're creating interest and movement in your video by showing your viewers what you're talking about instead of just showing your face doing the talking. As you introduce your video, show clips and snippets of what's to come later in the video. Add images, graphics, and text so that your viewers are visually stimulated and so that they can see what you're describing instead of you just telling them. Add B-roll footage to illustrate what you're talking about. Pexels.com is a great place to look for free B-roll footage for your videos. On YouTube, you have the beauty of not being in podcast form, though you can listen to these episodes in podcast form if you like, link in the description. Be sure to use this visual medium to your advantage by showing, not just telling. When I started really implementing this strategy, especially in the first 30 seconds of my videos on my main channel, my views skyrocketed. So continuing with looking at my video about why Americans are so obsessed with communism, if you watch that intro, you'll see that I don't even show my face for the majority of the intro. Instead, I'm showing images and footage from that day to show how dramatic it was so that my viewers don't have to try and picture what's happening in their heads as they tell the story. I'm spoon feeding them the exact images that go along with the story so they don't have to do any work. They just get to sit back and be entertained. This tip to show and not just tell can go hand in hand with the first tip of hooking the viewer right away in the intro pick something deliberately that will visually be very interesting and striking to your viewers. So for example, you can pick the most striking or dramatic part of your video and show it as a little preview or teaser right at the beginning. Or if you're going the storytelling route, pick a story that has strong visual elements or jump to the part of the story that has the most action first and then go back and explain how we got here. In my video about communism, I picked the story about the fall of Saigon, not just because I knew it was a dramatic story that would interest my viewer. I also knew that there were some really poignant videos and images from that day that are universally really striking and unforgettable. 
I watched the entire multi-part series by Ken Burns about the Vietnam War, and the visuals from the fall of Saigon are some of the ones that stuck with me the most. So I knew that starting off the entire video with an engaging story that also had strong visual elements would instantly draw viewers in and keep them engaged. So see if you can be creative with your next video and figure out a way to frame the subject you want to talk about in an interesting, unexpected, intriguing, or engaging way. How can you frame it in the context of a story? What are the most dramatic elements from your video that you can highlight for viewers right away? Take the time up front to plan this out, especially focusing on the first 30 seconds of your video, and I promise you it will absolutely pay off in the long run. Finally, a huge lesson I've learned in the last few months that took me three years to figure out, uh, but let me just save you the time and tell you right now. Don't put yourself into a content creation box. Yes, okay, picking a niche is helpful and often important because if you post a video about car engines one week and then the next week you post a video about your favorite Disney princess, that's gonna confuse all the people who subscribe to you for car content. And they'll probably unsubscribe because they'll think that you're gonna be posting about things that don't interest them. So for the sake of continuity for your subscribers and also because picking a niche helps you learn who those viewers are and what they want, yes, having a niche is important. However, don't feel like just because you picked one specific niche that that means you can't branch out into adjacent niches as well. Yes, maybe car mechanics to Disney princesses is quite the jump, but perhaps you post a video about car engines and then you post a travel vlog because you're traveling to some place for a car show. Those are adjacent but very different forms of content, but they make sense to your viewers. They get how the two videos are connected because there's some sort of through line, in this case cars, that connects them all to you and your channel. And posting this different but niche adjacent content can be really helpful for determining the types of content that your viewers really gravitate towards. Maybe you had no idea that your viewers love travel related car vlogs, but you get the inspiration to post one and lo and behold, your viewers can't get enough of it. By following your inspiration, you can open up whole different niches, sub niches and avenues for growth for yourself. My experience has been proof of this as well. I started YouTube as a lawyer and I used my connection to the law to guide my choices for what content I would make. I saw other lawyers here on YouTube covering every minutia of big cases or celebrity drama. And so I felt like the only types of videos I could make required that they be based around some law or some famous case. And I saw these other lawyers being really successful while covering celebrity lawsuits. So I thought, okay, I guess that's what my viewers want. And I would make videos about like Kesha's lawsuit with Dr. Luke or all of Cardi B's legal woes. And making those videos was like pulling fucking teeth. I don't care about celebrity drama in my day-to-day -day life or in my free time. I don't follow it. I don't know who the Kardashians are dating. I truly can't be bothered. And commenting on the news as it's happening is an exhausting niche to be in. It's a 24-hour news cycle, and you'll never be able to keep up unless you have a full production team, or at the very least, a very adept assistant to help you out. I hated the pressure. It made me feel like I could never get organized or plan my content ahead of time because I was beholden to the 24-hour news cycle gods to tell me what I needed to talk about next. I hated it. And my video quality suffered because of it. You need to hook your viewers by telling a great story. But if you have no interest in the story you're trying to tell, that will come across in how you write the story and how you deliver it to the camera. It's just never going to be as good as it would be if you were talking about something you're passionate about. And I slowly started realizing this. First, I determined that I needed to stop covering celebrity gossip because I just didn't care, and making those videos was physically painful. Then I started watching tons of video essay channels on YouTube and drawing inspiration from what I was seeing from them. 
And finally, I let go of the box I had put myself in that says, because I'm a lawyer making content, then I have to only talk about laws and cases. The truth is, I quit practicing law because I find that shit really nauseatingly boring. I don't care about the details of every case, every new filing and what it might mean. I don't care. I've always been a big picture thinker. I love looking at the way things are and thinking about how it got that way and how to make it better. And so I gave myself permission to start making videos about topics I actually care about. Government, politics, history, there's always a legal element to them because the law is everywhere, but I'm focusing on questions that I'm genuinely curious about. Why are Americans so obsessed with communism or guns? What happened during Watergate and why do people compare Trump to Nixon? How come there's been such a huge flurry of anti-trans legislation? How did we get here? These are questions I'm genuinely curious about in my day to day. So I just started following my gut, my intuition and my curiosity. Instead of saying, well, I guess I can't talk about Watergate because it's not an active case or law or current event. I thought I'm really curious about Watergate. How can I tell the story in an interesting way that will apply to people's lives today? And I made it work for me and my audience loves it. I think the videos are better and more watchable because I'm focused on making videos I'm truly interested in making, and that comes across in my writing and my presentation. So do hook people in the first 30 seconds, do show and not just tell them what's going on, but especially do make sure that you're making videos you actually want to be making. The name of the game for success on YouTube ultimately comes to longevity. I say it all the time. How long are you willing to stick around and keep showing up week after week? If you're making videos about subjects you actually care about, odds are you'll stick around a hell of a lot longer and see so much more success. It took me two and a half years to get my first 100,000 subscribers and two months to get my second. Hopefully with these tips, you'll hit your first 100,000 and beyond so much faster. Good luck. And if you want a helping hand, check out my latest free masterclass, Master YouTube, Quit Your Job, in which I teach you my three-part framework for YouTube success. And tune in here every Monday and Friday for more insights into how to build and monetize your platform on YouTube. Bye.